0: Hello everyone. What's up? What's up? What's up? And onyonghaseyo to my K-pop peeps. My name is Denise and you are listening to my weekly podcast. It's called The K-pop Talk, where every week I bring you the news and reviews of the latest and greatest in Korean popular music. Now, what I would love for you to do is click like, share, and most importantly, subscribe to my podcast channel. And if you would love to support, there is a link that you can click on in the description box for that as well. Okay, you guys, sit back and relax because K pop news is coming up next. So don't go anywhere. Welcome back to that K pop talk. It is time for K pop news. And I just want to reiterate and say thank you to you guys for being here with me as I celebrate my one year anniversary with my podcast. Um, I am in 81 countries now and I am so amazed by the love and support that you guys have given me. And you guys, please continue to do so because coming up for year two, as my podcast evolves, there's so many things that are on the horizon and I'm so happy to be able to share them with you. So you guys hang in there, follow me on my Instagram for the contest rules. And how to enter these contest giveaways. Because like I said in the last segment, I will be doing some more contest giveaways leading up to my actual anniversary date. And also there is an active giveaway going on right now. So make sure you head over to my Instagram and also continue to follow me on my podcast for clues on upcoming giveaways. Okay, so let's get started. I know I said last week that... Um, I was going to talk a little bit more in depth about Paris and Milan Fashion Weeks because when these artists, these K-pop artists descend upon Italy and France, let me tell you, the schedules of these groups come to a halt because when one person has to attend Fashion Week, um, you know, there's no activity going on. You can't participate as a group, right? Okay, but I did let you guys in last week and let you guys know, I said, you know, I'm going to tell you who attended what so we can see the magnitude on why it sort of comes to a, you know, halt in activities. So with that being said, um, for Milan, you had Hani from New Jeans. She attended Gucci's, um, you know, fashion week and, um, not Gucci's fashion week, but she attended the Gucci fashion show, um, during Milan fashion week. And then the whole group of Enhypen was there for Prada in Milan. So, you know, and Hyphen couldn't have done anything because they all were there at Prada's fashion show, right? So, and of course, you know, they couldn't perform, New Jeans couldn't perform anything because, you know, honey is a vital part of what they do when they perform. So um, there's that. So that was Milan. Now for Paris Fashion Week, basically the whole group of Black Pink were in attendance you had jenny was representative of chanel you had dior you had jisoo going to dior show you had rose going to yves saint laurent and also um, mark from got seven the group got seven he also attended the fashion show of yves saint laurent you had mui mui you from there you had um Wang Young from IVE was there for that fashion show and Yuna from Girls' Generation went to Mui Mui um, or Miu Miyu. Sorry, I said Mui Mui. It's Miyu Miu. So again, you had Wong Young from IVE and Yuna from Girls' Generation attended Miu Miu's fashion show. From Acne, you have Giselle from Espa and BM from the co-ed K-pop group Card or K-A-R-D. They attended Acne's fashion show. And then there's a fashion house designer named Marnie and Joshua from Seventeen attended that fashion show. And then you have Beaumont and from Beaumont, you have the eight from Seventeen attending as well as the leader of ATEEZ, Hong Young. He attended or they attended the Beaumont fashion show. I N from Stray Kids attended Alexander McQueen's fashion show and the House of Dreamers, which is a fashion house in France was attended by Sunmi. So as you guys see, then that's not the whole list, but that that's the list of the most notables that attended, right? Um... I do know, too, that uh, V attended the Celine fashion show. I think his name is Park Park Bogum. Um, He attended, too. Um, But I don't remember seeing Lisa attend for Celine. She could have, but I don't remember. Because at that time, remember, she was doing the Paris um, crazy horse show in Paris. And that was right around the same time. So normally they take their pictures together. Cause past two or three, um, Celine fashion shows, it always has been Lisa, V, and Park Bogum. And this time I did not see Lisa, but I did see I sorry I did see V and Park Bogum. So there's that. Okay, moving on. Speaking of Blackpink, Blackpink has made history by officially becoming the highest grossing tour by an Asian act. So congratulations. And that's male or female. It is Blackpink. So congratulations to Blackpink for that. Um, I know Jenny is is, um, riding off the heels of that by her song, You and Me. And You and Me is now number one on the melon charts in in Korea. So congratulations to Jenny, you know, for that. I particularly like her jazz version better. I don't know. What what do you guys like? You like her original version of You and Me or the jazz version? I like the sort of like the acoustics of the jazz version. And it's it's sort of like echoes too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really, really, really like that version. I'm glad she did it. Um, so congratulations to Jenny. Y'all, this next news story is an old saying that goes, it's the gift that keeps on giving. But in this case, I wish it was the gift that would not keep on giving because, (sighs) okay. So the only reason why I'm covering this is because it is K-pop relevant. So I'm going to report it. And I'm talking about the constant bickering back and forth between k-pop girl group 5050 and their management at track so here is the latest on this okay so on october 14th these girls released a statement and um because of the statement actually it received backlash from netizens and um part of the statement they said was they were called into an abrupto um sorry Abrupt, not abrupto, <laughs> abrupt meeting with a major U.S. company and that allegedly the CEO or management from Attract lied, allegedly, and said that he would have the girls there in July. And, and I mean their meaning United States in July to fulfill some obligations um, should they sign that contract. Now, the girls were saying that there was no way they can do it because one of the members was about to have gallbladder surgery that next week after the meeting that they had, right? So I'm assuming that the meeting was in June because they said they would have had to have flown out to America in July, right? Because they said in July, which means that July wasn't there yet. Like they were in another month preceding July. Okay. Anyways, so they were talking about that and they said that also... The CEO allegedly said that when they get to the United States, that they would be speaking in English. And according to a couple of media outlets, they show receipts. I guess it was a letter or something. I don't know because I didn't, I just briefly looked at it. But here's the thing, and I'm going to get to the second part in a minute of what they said or alleged. Here's the thing. So y'all know my daughter's in the industry, right? So my thing is having a a a prompt meeting or an abrupt meeting at last minute is very common. It's just, that's what you sign up for when you get into the industry. Hurry up and wait like the military. If they tell you you got to be somewhere real quick, then you drop what you got to do and you be somewhere real quick. That's just, it is what it is. So to me, that wasn't a legitimate complaint, Um. Now, the second half, they said that they will be speaking in English. And they said that's another lie, allegedly, that the management gave. Where well, I have something to say about that, too. I remember, now, I, this is just me. I remember a lot of times when I watch behind the scenes, especially with BTS or, or with any other K-pop group that comes to America, they already know how to pronounce certain words and say certain phrases in English to communicate, right? So I remember when, when, for example, BTS, when they had to do the American Music Awards or they had to give out um, something like a presentation or they have to talk. I remember, you know, even the United Nations, they were schooled, so to speak, on how to talk in English just for those particular words, that particular sentence, right? And you see them rehearsing the language over and over and over again, or that sentence over and over and over again to get the diction right, to get the phonics right, to get everything right so that by the time they get over here and they say that one sentence, it sounds like they've known English all their lives. But they sometimes I don't even think they knew what they were saying, <laughs> to be honest with you. So just because he said that they would speak in English when they get here Who's who's to say what it was for? Did they even know what it was for? What if it was for a commercial and they said, Well, can they speak in English? And he said, Yes, right? Well, yeah, you if you gotta say this is such, such and such, and I believe in such and such, or I'm promoting such and such, you learn how to say it in English, even though you may not understand it. But because it's just one or two sentences for a promotion or a commercial or, you know, introduction to something, that's something that they can teach you within hours it's just memorization and learning the phonics of it you guys get what i'm saying k-pop fam like you know that that to me wasn't a legitimate complaint because it's not like they expected them to learn and know english and there would not be any interpreters there everywhere k-pop artists go there's an interpreter with them and i'm pretty sure the guy would have had an interpreter with them because that's money on the line so that's, again, not a legitimate complaint. Now, as far as the second allegation or the third allegation, I haven't discussed this with you. So the first allegation was an impromptu meeting, right? And, and you know, signing with this U.S. company. The second one was having him, you know, say that they know English, right? We, we addressed both of those. But now let's talk about the third one, which was they claim allegedly that this manager or CEO of Track was... Taking money from their profits to pay off debts. Okay, well, I'm going to give K-pop commentary on that one. So these girls, when they first signed with Attract, I'm pretty sure they did not pay for their own dancing lessons. They did not pay for their own whatever English course they were taught. They did not pay for overhead to stay in that two bedroom apartment in Gangnam. They did not pay for transportation. They they did not pay for food that they eat. They did not pay for the utilities in their apartment. They did not pay for any type of um, singing lessons. They did not pay for any PR or HR. Do you know what I'm saying? Not HR, but PR on how to um, present yourselves in interviews and stuff. You guys see what I'm saying now? They did not pay for their music videos. They did not pay for their, um, their costumes that they wear or the makeup artist that does their faces. They did not pay for any of that. But you know who did? At track. And how does things work? When you have management in the music industry, they will go ahead and front you that stuff, right? They'll front you all those things. And then when you have a hit song, they take from that first. They get their money first before you get your money. It doesn't work the other way around. You don't get your money first and then they have to hope they have enough left over for them. No, you better believe that management is going to get their money first so they could pay their bills and then anything left over from what you owe them, then they give to you. So for 50-50 50-50 to say that AdTrack is using profits to pay their bills. Yeah, they're justified in doing that. And I am, I am just so curious as to who is feeding them all this information to make it seem like Track is just this horrible person. Some of you may not agree with me, but because, again, I know about the industry, I know how this stuff works. And it may seem like the girls are not getting a fair shot, but trust me, they are. And I have been reading comments. I have been reading what netizens are saying. And the ones that are speaking on the viewpoint like me understand how the music industry works and, and have been telling people, hey, management needs to recoup the money that they invested in the girls. And that is so true. They have to read. You know, let me tell you guys something. Do you know there have been Grammy Award-winning artists here in America that have gone bankrupt because they did not understand that they have to pay back their management companies for all the stuff that they put in and they mismanaged their money. Grammy award-winning artists and nominated artists have gone bankrupt because they didn't understand the very concept that I'm talking to you guys about right now. I'm just putting that out there okay let's move on you guys because you know every time i hear about this 50 50 stuff i i just feel that someone is talking in their ear and it's not what they really need to hear someone needs to pull these young girls over and really teach them how the industry works okay they're too talented so we're just gonna hope for the best for these girls that someone somewhere gives them the right information that they really need to move on okay Moving on, speaking of moving on, and speaking of right information, let's talk about Hitman Bong, right? The the chair of um, Hive Labels. You know, he was recently in an interview on, on Bloomberg TV where he discussed amongst BTS, and I will get to what he said about BTS in the next segment, which is BTS News. Um, He was talking about, um dream academy and i don't know if you guys have been watching it how they had a a a worldwide search for girls for the next group that he wants to put together the girl group he wants to put together so it's called dream academy hq which means headquarters and i think they've narrowed it down to what six girls now but anyways they were asking hitman bong um what is the key to him training his k-pop artists or artists in general And this is something that I've been talking about for a while, but he just confirmed it. And that is, he lets his trainees and artists have 100% autonomy, which means they're free to do whatever they want to do within reason, right? They're free to have artistic expression on their social media. They're free to date, you guys. Let that sink in. That's why I got silent. They are free to date. They are free to perform their own music. And the reason why, and they're free to eat what they want to eat, he said. They can eat whatever they want to eat, he said. He said they, he wants his artists to have 100% autonomy. And that is the reason why BTS took off the way they did, you guys. And I've been saying that. They are not constricted by the confines of a contract that is very strict on what they do. And that is the reason why Seventeen is as big as they are. Woozy produces most of their tracks. Well, actually all of them. And writes them. Same way. And they can date whoever they want to date. You remember that whole thing came out about Joshua from Seventeen? The netizens didn't want him to date. Well, technically, you guys, he can date. Him and Bong said he doesn't care. Because if they can get involved in relationships actually you will write better like songs because when you go through things you are more authentic when you write your songs instead of having someone write songs for you and believe it or not y'all i can tell when someone sings a song if it's from them or not i can just tell but you guys i just wanted to put that out there that you know I, and I've been saying this, I really believe K-pop is going towards the direction. They're looking at the model of BTS. They're looking at the model of HYBE. And they are going in the direction of letting the artists have more autonomy so that the music could be more authentic and the fans will buy more records because they can relate. And I've been saying that for a while and it really is going in that direction. So I just wanted to put that out there. Okay, moving on, you guys. We have a couple more things to talk about in the BT, not BTS. Y'all, y'all know I'm ready to get to the BTS news segment, um, the K-pop news segment. Um, Jesse, you remember the rapper Jesse? Well, she has a new solo that is coming out called Gum, and she talks about how the choreography. She put a teaser out for it already, but she's talking about how the the choreography in this um music video is the most difficult that she's ever done so i'm curious as to what that music video is going to look like but you guys um jesse ari has a teaser out and i'm looking forward to her new single called "Gun" because it's been a while right since jesse's coming out not coming out since jesse has come out with her last single you know her last album it's like she just went ghost and we didn't hear anything else from her so, I'm so happy that she has new music coming out. In other news, um, One Us has announced their world tour, so be looking out for that. AT's The Fellowship has released behind the scenes footage from their fellowship tour that they had just completed a couple months back, so be looking out for that because it will be released worldwide and I believe it'll be released in theaters in select theaters worldwide and I'm not sure if it's going to be online or yet or not but I'm pretty sure eventually it'll be online but it's called ATs the Fellowship colon not colon as in your colon your body colon as in colon you know the grammar and then the footage comes after the colon Okay. <laughs> Some people are like, what? Colon? No, 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 no. I was just telling you how they spelled it out. Okay. Moving on. So Billy, the group Billy uh, has announced their comeback. And I'm looking forward to that. You remember... um. The last time they put something out was a couple months back, and then one of the members you remember moonbin his sister belongs to Billy, so that must have really um had them you know do a time out uh as far as you know um activities and you know now I think they've been able to process what happened and now they're able to um, come back with their comeback, so to speak, so I'm looking forward to Billy coming back. I've always liked Billy, you guys. They are very um ethereal and, and and authentic when it comes to their music, and they talk about real issues, so that's one of the reasons why I like Billy, and it's Billy with three ls by the way. okay, moving on, I believe that is it for um k-pop news and coming up next you you guys already know my tongue boys bts news is coming up so you don't want to miss it hey you guys welcome back to the k-pop Talk. it's time for bts news and you guys already know what october is it's jimtober people his birthday, Jimin's birthday was October 13th. So happy birthday to Mochi. That's his nickname. Um, he had, it looked like he had a very fun birthday. I know several things, several surprises happened for him that day. Um, when he was on his V Live, uh, the leader RM brought him a cake. And then um, V did a couple things. One is he sent him this edited picture of him as an elf and then he yeah it was so cute though he looks like an anime character is so cute um then v brought him to his because v had a fan signing event and a fan meeting event rather not fan signing event fan meeting event and um jimin thought it was all about v but then v brought jimin on stage and then he had everyone sing happy birthday to jimin so that was very sweet and then, um, what else happened for, for Jimin? Oh, also, Jimin, um, there's a trailer out about his, um, it's, it's a video diary, and it's called Jimin's Production Diary. So, the teaser is already out. If you guys want to go to BTS Bantong TV on, on YouTube to look at it. But it really, you know, is a heartfelt, video diary of his journey into making his album like crazy and in if you guys watch that teaser in that teaser it shows where they're like listening to the album at Jimmy's house and you see Sugar dancing around like a little kid along with Jimin and it looks like it's either not Jimin but John John Cook or John John Cook's not there, but definitely Jimin is there. Sugar is there. And there's a third person. He must be part of production. They were there just dancing around in Jimin's house. So, you know, little things like that we'll see from behind the scenes. So I'm excited. Um, Jimin's production diary comes out on October 23rd. So save the date, you guys. So I'm very happy for Jimin. Like I said, he turns 28. He was born October 13th, 1995. So, um, you know, fans from around the world have showered Jimin with lots of social media love. And also some of the BTS um, ARMY made donations and did giveaways in Jimin's name as they do with all the members every year. So, um, you know, I'm pretty sure Jimin is grateful for that as well, that the ARMY is showing some love. Okay, so... Before I get started with anything else, because I just want to talk about Jimin's birthday. I know you guys heard the official announcement from Hitman Bong earlier in the podcast doing um, K-pop news. I said that I would talk more about what Hitman Bong said during that Bloomberg interview in the BTS news segment. Well, now that we're here, I can go ahead and talk about it. So he also said he was... Um first talking about how every time he signs a contract every 7 years with BTS their relationship between him and BTS gets stronger with him and the members. And he was saying that this one was particularly special because their bond is even stronger now. He said, you know, you go through ups and downs, but he was like, you know, he was talking to um BTS about their 10 year anniversary album. And at first I was thinking, what was Proof then? Proof wasn't that before they went on hiatus? No, that was just another album. Hitman Bong has confirmed BTS will be making a 10th year anniversary album. It is happening. When everybody gets out, that's the first thing they're going to do is work on that album. Now, I also want to say this too. He said, let's say for instance, BTS would have signed with another label let's say something didn't work out and this is not going to be the case but let's say something hadn't worked out and they signed with another label well they still would have done their 10-year anniversary album because that is something that they said they wanted to do they wanted to do the most beautiful life series and then make a 10-year anniversary album you know based upon the the beautiful life series so you guys, there you have it. You guys will know what it's about. It's a continuation. It's a celebration of who BTS is, marking their new um life coming out of the military. So I'm curious as to what this is going to be about. I know it'll probably be a new sound and evolving, evolving sound from what their sound used to be. Because every time they had come out with a new series from the Most Beautiful Life series, their sound had Continue to evolve, but it still had that BTS flair to it. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that essence of BTS. And I was talking to someone on Twitter today um about it because she was saying how, you know, even though they're not together, it's amazing how they could still produce on their solo albums, and how they're going to bring those flavors back to BTS when they get back together, those colors of each of their albums. And I was telling her, I said, you know, the colors were already there. That's why they were BTS in the first place. It's very interesting that you can take seven members that each has a very distinctive color and tone and vibe about them and make it fit like a puzzle to be BTS. And you can still see their individuality as they perform, that that is what's so trippy. You can see each and every individual aspect of their performance from the way the mannerisms are, to how they sound, to how they deliver the individual verses within a song, right? They don't change who they are. It's like they're just perfectly they fit like a glove they they just mesh well together it's the perfect storm as they call it that's what bts is the perfect storm and i am looking forward to what they do in 2025 and beyond i'm telling y'all and i've been predicting this now for a while y'all if y'all are planning to go to south korea in 2025 2026 you better save your coins now i said this last podcast i'm gonna say it this podcast save your coins y'all because I'm telling you, supply and demand, everybody going to be trying to get to Seoul, South Korea. Because they know once BTS gets out, it is on and popping, y'all. Mark my word, y'all, y'all. save your money because it's not going to be like it is right now. Y'all had a steal. This was a, this was uh a, a it was, what did they say? This was a steal. The ticket prices now is a steal compared to what it's going to be. Because that demand is going to be that high. Okay, so let's move on for that. But I'm just putting a bug in the ear now. Start saving your coins. Let's talk about John John Cook. Start so talking about saving your coins. <laughs> let's talk about John John Cook because, oh, speaking of coins, I forgot to say one other thing. So I didn't talk about what Jen got Jimmy. So Jen got a a pushy, which is like a um a little they call it in the south in america pocketbook a little purse thing but this one looks like a stuffed animal but it's like a zip up little purse thing but he put money in there and jimmy made the joke that it was two months worth of his salary was in that that pushy which is a lot of money because you know bts they make a lot of money individual wise they still make a lot of money so Jen, you know, hey, can I be your friend? Can you send me some money? <laughs> okay, now let's move on. Okay, let's talk to, let, not to, I wish I could talk to him. Let's talk about John John Cook. But I'm putting that in the atmosphere, you guys. One day I will interview John John Cook. I'm putting it out there in BTS. Okay, so John John Cook has um, put out teasers for this collab that he's doing called Me Too with the Kid Leroy and this rapper called Central C. Now, they've already um, promoted the single with a couple of teasers that have come out, right? Now, I know who the Kid Leroy is, but I did not know who this Central C person was. And the reason why I did not know who he was is because he's from the UK. So I decided to do some research on this Central C person. I'm like, who is this person trying to collab with my boy John John Cook? Now I gotta know who you are, cause John John Cook can't be just going around, you know, collabing with anybody. He gotta know who he working with, right? We gotta know who he's working with, right? So let me tell you a little bit about him. So, the guy, um, his name is Central C. He is from this part of London called Shepherd's Bush, London, and. He used to come out as a rapper that auto-tunes, but in the recent, um, I say last couple of years, he switched over to a former rap called UK Drill. Now the United Kingdom Drill is similar to the, it, it, to the Drill in Chicago. I'm trying to explain it without confusing anybody. There is a sort of rap, it's called a rap drill in Chicago, and it has a certain cadence. And this guy brought that that cadence back to the UK and he coupled it with some forms of rap that the UK does underground and it's called UK Drill. So UK drill is not very common here in the United States. It's not mainstream and it doesn't sell a lot of records. However, this kid is so good that he's managed to cross over to the United States and get people's attention here in the United States and now he is known um in the hip hop genre and evidently he caught someone's eye because now he's working with John John Cook on this on this single so now he's about to blow up so guess what i am predicting you guys i'm predicting that now uk drill is going to be a thing worldwide watch watch what i tell you on that one too because we know whatever bts puts on um, as far as collapse, people pay attention to what makes that person tick. I guarantee you, if you look now back at Lotto, you look now back at um, Jack Harlow, their popularity grew because of the collab with John John Cook. People looked into him, their popularity grew. And I also know that because of the backlash that Jack Harlow got, he going to be thinking twice before he put a bonnet on his head again. If y'all don't know about that, look it up. He put a bonnet on his head and the black population was not happy with him. So I know he going to think twice again because now that he is semi back in our good graces because of this song, he need to watch himself, redeem himself and do the right thing and not wear any more bonnets. Okay, moving on. Because you know I sidetracked on that. But anyway, so the album um, the album is called Golden. As we know, that one drops on November 3rd. And this single, Too Much, drops on October 20th. What I am not so sure on is who is the primary person. Because the Kid Leroy, he said Too Much with John John Cook and Central C, And then when John John Cook puts it out, it's with the Kid LAROI and Central C, And I'm pretty sure if you go to Central C's, it's like Central C with, you know, John John Cook and, and, uh, and, uh, the Kid LAROI. So I think it's equal. Um, and maybe they're each putting it on each one of their albums and it's not anyone, it's like quote unquote featured. So, um, I think that's going to be the case with this. Okay. Moving on, you guys. Um, John John Cook is going to be doing a concert in Seoul on November 20th. What do you guys think about that? I'm happy for him. I think he needs to do it. And I also think that... um, I'm not saying people shouldn't jump the gun on news, but there's been some people out there that had put it out there that he may be, you know, performing at the American Music Awards because it was on the 19th and that he, you know... Because he put his schedule out and didn't put what it was. And I get it. You, 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 you're you taking your educated guesses. But I think in today's climate, we need to watch what we're saying. Because, you know, a lot of people thought because of that one person that he was performing at the AMAs. Me, I was looking at him side eye like, Now, I don't believe anything that's going on To John John Cook makes the official announcement. And now that he made the official announcement, now we know what's going on. I just think we just need to be reserved in our judgment until we know absolutely sure on what is going on. You know what I'm saying? But we got confirmation, November 20th, he's doing a concert in Seoul. I am jealous. I wish I could be there. I wish I could fly out right now and buy my tickets. But um, they already got a precursor to that concert because he performed at Music Bank. And you guys, not only did he perform at Music Bank, you guys, he gave army calvin klein merchandise y'all if i could be a fly on that wall he gave them calvin klein merchandise he gave them they had a little truck set up outside where they got food y'all i wish y'all i'm being tempted every day so you sounded mighty nice to move to i'm telling you i will move just for bts no let me stop lying y'all i wouldn't move just for bts but You know, um, if I had the opportunity just to fly back and forth whenever I wanted to to Seoul, I hope one day I'm blessed to do that because there's so many things I want to do with my podcast that has to do with me going to Seoul. So that's why I'm excited to actually go to Seoul in 2025 so I can um, do the things that I want to do and interview the people I want to interview. Okay, moving on. Um, So there's that, you guys. So if you are in the Seoul area, You know, um, let me know. If you guys went to Music Bank, hey, send me an email. Let me know what your experience was. And if you guys are going to the concert in Seoul on November 20th and you got your ticket, let me know about that too. Because I would love to speak with you. Okay. Um, I believe that is it with uh, John John Cook. Now, let's talk about your boy. Kim Tae Young, V. I was just turning the page if you want, if you was trying to figure out what that sound was. But um let's talk about your boy, Kim Tae Young. You remember I said that he surprised Jimin at a fan uh, meeting? So it was raining that day and this is what he did for the fans. So V gave the fans raincoats. Isn't that something? Who does that? Had that been any other artists, people would have been out there... Psh- Get in where you fit in. You should have brought your own umbrella. No. V gave his fans raincoats. That is so amazing. So thoughtful. Not only did he do that, he gave them cupcakes. He gave them, I think it was jelly cakes. And one of the cupcakes had Yelton's face on it. And uh, <laughs> had time's face on it. And... You know, he took care of his people. He took care of us. He took care of BTS Army, And then, like I said, a surprise from Vin. And he had them sing happy birthday to Jimin. Wow. That's amazing, you guys. That's amazing. My heart is full just hearing about that story. Just seeing it on YouTube. You know, that is compassion right there. And that's being thoughtful that he was so selfless to have Jimin walk up on that stage and have ARMY sing happy birthday to him, to Jimin rather, when V, it was his fan meeting. That's how selfless BTS members are. And hat goes off to to V for doing that. Also, y'all, do you know that V is in another show He's in another reality show. It's a Jenny's Kitchen spinoff. And the verbiage on the title is sort of confusing. But for the most part, I got God of Business Trip Communication. Y'all don't laugh at me. I'm just reading it. That's exactly what they said it is. It's God of Business Trip Communication. And then someone else had switched to the words. So it's Trip Communication of God or something like that. And I'm like, what? But anyways... It's a spinoff show. You can catch it right now on TVN on YouTube. That's TV, small letters, capital N, big letters. What I did was I Googled TVN young and then it popped up because the episodes, they have numerous episodes of different people. So you want the one specifically to Kim Young. So um, watch that. Let me know what you think about that. And y'all, something else. Did you know that Kim Tae Young accidentally um had his uh TikTok profile exposed through John John Cook? So John John Cook didn't realize this, but if you go to who he follows on TikTok, everyone has a name, right? Like Tomorrow by Together, Somi and all those other people, right? They have names. But there's one that was in Korean, and if you click on it, he likes everything of BTS's. He has a saxophone. Sacro- sac- he has a saxophone. And the forehead and eyes with the mole looks just like Kim Taehyung's face. So some of ARMY did some soul searching and some digging. And not soul searching, but they did some digging. Yes, they did soul searching. No, they did some digging and found out it was indeed allegedly Kim Taehyung's Instagram. I mean not Instagram, um, TikTok. Now, your boy once he found out that BTS army, and I'm talking about John John Cook, once John John Cook found out that army was cuz you know we all smart, we are going to figure it out. Once he started realizing that BTS army members are starting to figure out that that was Kim Taehyung's TikTok. He stopped following him in hopes that people will stop following Kim Taehyung. But y'all know us, once we figure out something, we like a pit bull that bite down, don't let up. We know it's him, we gonna stay following him, right? So um, I haven't followed him yet, but um, I know Kim Taehyung is now starting to, uh, you know, uh, communicate with ARMY now. So, you know, the ones who know, know, put it that way. So if you guys want to follow that... Figure it out which one of the profiles is Kim Taeung. You know, you may be one of the few that he actually communicates with because you figured out which one uh, is his TikTok profile. So there's that. I just wanted to put that one out there, you guys. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about sugar. Now, as I was saying earlier, sugar is fulfilling his requirement um, in serving his country as a social service agent, but that does not stop. His show from going on, episode 19 of Time to Drink with Sugar, known as Sichuata, just aired his teaser a couple of days ago. Now, I'm trying to figure out who it is. I know he's someone in the music industry, but I still don't know who he is. So I'm curious as to what this episode is going to be about. So I'm definitely watching it because the ones who i don't know right away when i watch the episode i do learn a lot more about korea's entertainment industry so i'm so grateful that sugar has this series so i can learn more about the you know korean entertainment industry through different people and even um the sports industry because i know he had interviewed a soccer player one time so and a a comedian and an actor so yeah so i really am enjoying it if you guys haven't seen it yet it's situata on um tv which is bts's channel on youtube okay now moving on let's talk about rm so the leader of bts and i just love rm by the way the leader of BTS was on V-Live and he says that he misses performing with his BTS members and it's frustrating. I know um, I watched the V-Live and, you know, he said that he saw Kim Taehyung's V-Live and, you know, he wanted you guys to know that he he's changed his hair to, he calls it ash gray or silver. So he wanted you guys to know that he changed his hair color. So he decided to come on after seeing Kim Taehyung's um, V-Live. And uh, he's happy. And he said his weight is still the same. But what really got to me was when he was talking about how he misses us, his fans, and how he misses performing with the other members. But he did say it's something that had to be done with them going on hiatus. hiatus. Um, because had they kept traveling down the path they were traveling down, it wouldn't have ended up good. Because, you know, they needed to reset. They needed to have this time apart so they can fully bloom into their individuality because you remember I was saying they were already individuals back when they were BTS before the hiatus but when you're around someone all the time you will start to lose some of yourself so by being separated and by going into the military and by doing your separate projects you are keeping your true self authentic right so that when you come back together you guys are refreshed it's like going on vacation you are refreshed, you're ready to get back to work and you're ready to contribute back to the group again um a couple of things i found very interesting was that he said that he's getting ready for something new so he is working on a new project he said he's never done it before he says that he is immersing himself into english And that he is very nervous. So I'm like, what is RM doing? Is he working on... He said he's never done this before. So is he working on acting? Is he working on an all English album? Is he working on doing a hosting show? Like, I don't know what he's doing, but I'm very, very curious as to what this new project is. So if you guys have any thoughts, please let me know. Because right now I'm confused, <laughs> you know, like I, I'm curious. I'm very curious. Um, but yeah, he said, you know, he, he cries sometimes because he's so frustrated and my heart goes out to him and he's and he, he kept saying that he wants us to be our true selves and that during the winter time and the fall time, his mood swings are there and he has bouts of depression and he said he thinks sometimes it's because, because of the weather. I get it. You know, when the sun is not out, I feel blah sometimes too. I mean, who doesn't? You know, we all love the sunshine. But um, what do you guys think? You guys think that, you know, he's going through something because the weather is changing? Or do you think he really misses his brothers? Or do you think it's just both? So I'm curious on that as well. Okay, now. Oh, and he did say it was revolutionary. So that's why I'm saying, I don't know what this is, but I'm very curious as to know what what it could be. Um, moving on, let's talk about J-Hope. So J-Hope, <laughs> you know, it's amazing. This boy is in the military and he still is making waves. He still has his Louis Vuitton commercials. Louis, I say Louis Vuitton, but it's Louis Vuitton commercials. Um, and J-Hope told John John Cook that he missed... His music bank because the boy was washing clothes. I'm like, for real, you miss John John Cook's music bank because you was... now, you know, if you're washing clothes, you could put the load in the washer and come back and watch him. You could put the load in the dryer and come back and watch him. I guess it's because when he was washing clothes, he forgot that John John Cook was actually performing. I think that's what he was trying to say. But um, nevertheless, you know he was on his break along with Jen. They were on a break, um, because your know, Chuseok, um, uh, which is a um holiday similar to Thanksgiving here in America, took place uh last week and week before. So, I mean week before last. So, you know that's right around the time that you know his break started. Jen and Jay Hope's break started from the military. So um i can see you know how he missed it he probably just honestly forgot like he said he was washing clothes and he just forgot so but i'm pretty sure j-hope actually saw the performance on youtube like the rest of us um and as far as jen goes he i don't, I don't even know where he visited but wherever he visited had a lot of pixelated characters so i don't know if he visited a theme park if he visited a museum. Um, but it had a lot of pixelated characters and, and, um, plushies. So, and we all know Jen loves plushies. Um, something, I don't know if y'all caught though. One of the pictures, he had his head on a barrel and you remember he said that he was actually, um, uh, my mouth. Um, it's like, it's like my mouth was pasted it's like like, actually, <laughs> no, he was actually, um, making alcohol for us. I think it was rice wine that he was making for army, he said. And if you notice his head was actually semi lean on one of those barrels that store the, the rice, the rice wine. Right. Um, I think he went back to the distillery to, um, see, you know, how his barrels were doing. Cause his barrels are aging that alcohol is aging. And, I'm pretty sure he's going to come out with a line of alcohol when he gets out. It's going to be like that rice wine. And I'm going to be one of the first people. Again, I'm telling y'all to save your coins. Save your coins. Save your money. Because I'm telling you, when these members get out, we're going to be spending. Um, I'm pretty sure because I remember him saying that he wants us to have a a, a bottle or a glass when he gets out um, of that alcohol. So I I do want to buy one one bottle if he is putting it up for sale. So I know he is because he keeps giving us hints. So you guys get ready for that. But you must be old enough to drink, you guys. I don't condone underage drinking at all. Okay, move it on. (laughs) So that completes all seven members activities for the week, you guys. Tune in to my last segment. I'm going to be going over my recently released music video picks of the week. Don't go anywhere. Hey, you guys, welcome back to The K-Pop Talk. This is the last segment of my podcast, and these are my music video picks of the week that have been recently released. There are eight of them this week. Yes, there's a lot. Um, Two of them are female K-Pop artists that used to be part of a well-known K-Pop group. The first one is In The Mood by Wynn. She used to be formerly part of Luna. Love this song. I accidentally ran over this song on my cursor and I heard the music and then I clicked on it. Otherwise I would have just passed over it. But the song grew on me. I kept watching over and over. I normally have to watch a music video about two or three times if it's questionable. I like this one. I like her. So that's one. In the Mood by Wynn, formerly of Luna. The second one is Come On by Jenny, formerly of Nimix. Now, this one I liked right away. I love the production. I love... um. I just love her voice. I love the choreography. It's a real cute video. And it's a catchy phrase. Come on, come on, come on. I really like it. So that's Come On by Jenny, formerly of Nimix. The third one, y'all, I love this song. And it's Baddie by Ivy or Ivy. Y'all, let me tell you, this group, Knows how to put bass in a song, right? They just know how to come with it. Dun, 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 nineties kitch. You remember that song by IVE? Well, this is along the lines of Kitsch. This is baddie. It is a baddie for a song, and I love it, you guys. So make sure you you know you listen to that song too. Baddie by IVE. The fourth one is chasing that feeling by. Tomorrow by Together. You guys, I've been waiting on this album to drop for weeks. And I am not disappointed, you guys. Chasing that feeling. And let me tell you about their their album. All of the songs, and they have nine, by the way. Nine songs. Which is unheard of these days. All their songs have different tones. Like one is more popish, One is more rock. One, one is more R&B. Like they have covered... Their rainbow of genres in tone of music. Y'all just need to listen to it. It's called Free Fall, the name chapter from TXT Tomorrow by Together. They really don't like to be called TXT. You guys buy the album, listen to it, vibe to it. It's a good one. Okay, um, let's talk about you and me. That's another pick of mine, the jazz version by Jennie of Blackpink. Now I said this earlier. I like this version better. Is this something about this one I like better? I don't know if it's the acoustics, like the echoing part in this or what, but I really do like the jazz version. Good job, Jenny. So that's another music video I like. And I just like it. She just looks very classy. You know, she's not dancing. She's just sitting there. She's really into it and all focuses on Jenny. So I really like that music video as well. The next one is called Gods by New Jinx for World's Anthem League of Legends. Now, if you are a gamer and you hear this song, it's New Jings. They do not sound like their normal selves. So you guys are probably listening to it and don't even know it's New Jinx. Because I didn't even know it was New Jinx. But let me tell you: the vocals on this, the vocals on this, y'all. I, I, I'm I at a loss for words. I can't even speak. New Jeans surprised me. That's all I got to say. Hats off to New Jeans. They can sing. Okay. The next one is called Do or Die by Lim Young Wong. Now, normally he's known for trap music, but y'all, I love this song. And his dancing is not the best, but it's doable. You know what I'm saying? And it reminds me of like Star Trek in a way, like the production design, Star Trek or Star Wars. But... I love the song. The song is like a song you could play in a club or something like that along the line of EDM a little bit, but nevertheless, it's it's one song that's going to really take off. Um, Do or Die. And the last one is ABCD Love, the performance music video by Boy Next Door. You guys, I like this song. I think the music production is a little bit plain, but again, it's a performance song. So it's not going to have any um, type of aesthetic to it. Like it just has a very plain white background and they're singing a song. And I think at one point someone's riding a bicycle or something. Like it's just one of those, it's sort of corny, you know what I'm saying? But I like the song itself. So that's why I put it on my list. So there you have it. Those are my music video picks of the week. Um, I am really, 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 really feeling these songs. I really am. And um, there you have it. So that concludes my podcast for the week. Make sure you guys are following me on my Instagram, you guys. If you want to be part of my contest giveaways and part of the celebration of my one-year anniversary, make sure you are following me on my Instagram. It's the same as my podcast, That K-Pop Talk. That's what it is. And also to you guys, please do not forget to click like and share and subscribe. Tell people that I exist (laughs) so they can follow me, you guys. So um, last but not least, I will go with my catchphrase. Remember this, you guys, because you're going to need it for some of the contests coming up. My catchphrase is, it's about that K-pop talk. So you already know what it's about. It's about that K-pop talk. And with that... You guys, I will see you next week. Again, thank you guys for supporting me. See you next week. Bye.